Welcome to the Breathe to Ride podcast with Kristen Whitaker and Katie Boehner. Get ready to join us for all kinds of stories and conversations about this experience and journey that you are on. To enhance the mind, body, and soul of the relationship between you, yourself, and your equine partner. This is a brand new start for the relationship and method between your communication and your partnership together. We will cover the science of breath and the biomechanics of training, horsemanship, and riding. You're going to learn a whole new perspective on how you view yourself and your horse and develop a melodic nature every time you handle, groom, or ride your horses. Please remember to check with your healthcare provider before starting any new physical exercise or breath program. Okay, inhale, exhale, repeat. Let's go. Welcome back to the Breathe to Ride podcast. In this podcast, Kristen and I would like to talk about a philosophy in our teaching that has a lot to do with setting and intention. Intentions are incredibly important, and let's just start off by defining what intention means. So you hear this brought up a lot in different arenas, whether it's riding or coaching or teaching. You even hear it in the fitness world. We hear our kids talk about it in school, and I know that I'm a huge believer in it, and Kristen will have a moment to explain her side of it. And intention for me is not only the breath, a keystone of my teaching, but setting intention and goals really, it's almost a triangulation for me. Those things work together to kind of balance the whole equation out. So here's one example of an intention. It is directed impulse of thought that contains the seed from of that within you, you aim to create. So when it comes to our horses and riding, if we're just going out with no intention attached to it, I can almost guarantee you the energy in the universe around you will very likely set an intention for you. Mm -hmm. So I set intentions in my coaching and my personal training studios every month. I change the intention depending on lots of the times what I'm working on in my own personal life because I believe the more authentic I can be in my teaching and coaching, the more effective I'm going to be within the totality of the whole movement of what I'm trying to teach. So Kristen and I, no big surprise, got chatting about March, and we're in March of 2023, and I had brought up to her, gosh, I need an intention for this month coming forward. And Kristen said, have you ever thought about doing repetition or repeat or repetitive? And I was like, you know, interestingly enough, I've been doing this a long time. I've never used that as an intention. And so I have a little light board that I put it on, and I put it on my social media, and I introduce it to my clients. And it's been an awesome intention to use. So the definition of repetition is, or a quote rather that kind of goes along with it, is the mother of all learning, the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. And it has just proven to be that in all of my classes for sure. And I teach a lot of movement and physical fitness, and what has been neat is the first thing in our bodies that repeats is our heartbeat, along with our inhales and exhales. And without the repetition of these basic 
functional systems, biological systems, or science-based systems of our bodies, we wouldn't have life to begin with. So we can take it right to the base of those inhales and exhales of the heartbeat. And we begin to take a notice to when we repeat something, not only is the body gaining strength from that repetition, it's gaining wisdom from the repetition, but we're beginning to entrain not only the physicality of the body, but the overall nervous system of the body. And what I have discovered is not only are we entraining the body within the moment of the lesson, but we're bringing with us a predetermined entrainment from the environment that we have had ourselves involved in. Sometimes some of my clients, 70 years worth of different entrainment opportunities. Some of my younger clients, 16 years of entrainment. So when we think about entraining something, it can be where the action from the outside of the body comes in and inadvertently, almost subconsciously trains the inside of the body to have a certain reaction. And this is really important for me when I'm working with bodies because Bessel van der Kock wrote a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's true. The body basically remembers everything that happens to it energetically, especially, and even physically in the body. And people tell me all the time, oh, everything feels great in my body. And We'll get to work, and sure enough, they're like, oh, my left ankle hurts. Oh, yeah, I broke it playing hockey when I was 17. I'm like, well, that's actually affecting your movement, your overall biomechanics of your body. And this has become something that has shown up in our Breathe to Ride clinics very often where I will see something in the saddle, and the rider is un unaware of this entrained energy that's within the body from repetitive motions, and we can begin to break it down. And then I can hand it to Kristen and be like, hey, have you noticed so-and-so's right toe turns out when she's sitting in the saddle? And Kristen will take off in a minute here and explain her side of it. But if you think about where in your life you're repeating things, what food choices are you repetitively making? What types of choices are you making for the company that you keep? What type of choices are you making for the repetitive movements that you make? If you choose to only eat Oreos every day, there'll be a certain result from that. But if you choose really healthy whole foods, if you choose to only drink Coca-Cola or if you drink water, there'll be a significant change in the body. So I truly believe that what we repeat, we become. And what we become, we subconsciously repeat. And it's a quite powerful relationship to start to build that awareness around, you know, what are you repeating in your life? What does your social media repetitive actions look like? When it comes to your writing, I'm going to hand it over to my partner, Kristen, and she's going to talk a little bit about where this intention has shown up in your teaching this month. Absolutely. Um, and I and I want to actually start off because I love your line and your source of saying the body keeps the score. And it made me think when you were talking about it is think about that from the horse's point of view. Um, your rider body keeps the score. Your horse body keeps the score. And now you have a blend of the two, which we're all trying to achieve in horsemanship, that's going to keep the score as well. Mm. So repetition, I find, is something that is often missed, forgotten, skipped over, 
Um, people are so excited to get to advanced movements that they forget that the foundation of horsemanship, the foundation of handling a horse, of being the leader of a horse, that the foundation of being a good rider, an advanced rider comes from repetition. Yeah. And so I have played with repetition this month with certain riders um, just doing transitions over and over in a very, very particular pattern until, again, the repetition makes sense. So what is our intention of riding? What is repetition? Um, how can riding, you started to say, it can go astray very quickly. <laughs> um, it can go to a place we don't want it to be. And so if we can build in a muscle memory, a repetition behind it, then we will then have those answers at our fingertips and not even th have to think about it. Yes. Yes. So, so. Did you know that the subconscious mind is 70,000 times faster than the conscious mind? No, I had no idea. <laughs> and, and good thing because, and when, again, um, someone doesn't teach you how to respond yeah. to something that comes in, uh, to a cue that comes in. There's a reaction. What I'm looking for is to make that reaction more of a response rather than just reaction. And we're going to do that through the repetition. So one thing that needs to be said is um, there's something to be said for feeling victorious, right? Oh, we all like victory. Right. Um, but what we often see, or what I often see in riders and in horsemen is we fail to reward the smallest try. So now I'm going to talk about um, focusing on that repetition teaching a muscle memory that becomes a response, mm -hmm. not a reaction, and then the reward that comes from it. Because without all of those things, your horse is not going to be able to, I talk about the string of pearls, your horse is not going to be able to string the pearls together. It's not, there's going to be a gap and we don't want a gap. So, you know, at the end of all my classes, mm -hmm. I say like a string of pearls, lower your spine to the mat now that you're realigned. And see, <laughs> so this, there's a string of pearls in your riding too. That. We have not, mm -hmm. but there's a string of pearls in riding too. And For I'm, sure. again, intention is to bring those, those pearls closer together. So it looks like a necklace. The intention not... is the link. Yes. Yeah. So I, I will often say as an instructor, um, I talk, I, I've said this for years and years to my riders, especially if they get frustrated in a moment. Okay, we got to go back to two plus two is four. Mm. Two, it's as simple as that. Every time you get frustrated, think of me saying to you that two plus two is four and you focus on that result time after time. You also need to reward that result. You need to reward the four mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. without that, your horse is going to start to ask or guess at different answers. Uh, right. Is two plus two, three? Is it five? Is a hundred and two? No, two plus two is four every single time. And even with the smallest try, even the little tiny voice from your horse that says, ah, I think it's four. Yes, yes. it's four. Yes. Pause, take a breath. Yes. Take a moment, inhale, exhale, repeat. So again, repeat 
two plus two is four. You mm -hmm. were correct. Let that horse feel victorious. And so the point is that as handlers, as riders, as trainers, we get a good deal given to us. Then we get greedy and we want more yep. because that's, that's human. That, that's, that's human nature. Human nature. Yep. I mean, we want more. And when we do that, we lose the willingness and the desire behind the horse. The horse does not want to be in the arena anymore. They've been pushed too far. Uh, they don't understand that the answer is four. They don't understand that they were correct the first time and that we got greedy. The intention's been lost. The intention's been yeah. lost. The, the repetition. Over the floor. Yeah, the, yeah <laughs> their pearls are scattered all over the place. We don't want to be scattered all over the place. The horse doesn't want to be scattered all over the place. And so um, this month and this intention and lesson for Katie and I became about how can we really ask our people, our clientele, our friends, our riders, our horse people, our fitness people, all of them to learn how to repeat, again, repeat until it becomes a muscle memory mm -hmm. or a response and not just a reaction. Does that Yeah, make sense? I think that yeah. is... Um, dead on the target and where the breathing comes into this mm -hmm. and the definition of entrainment and we've talked a little bit about the repetition encourages the entrainment into the body and entrainment is defined as an adjustment or moderation of a behavior either to synchronize or to be with the rhythm of another behavior which i think entrainment works so beautifully and powerfully not only with my personal training but with the horses because mm -hmm. you have another being mm -hmm. that you're trying to repetitively syncopate with and the breath comes into it where say if you take it to more of the level of when you get scared about something and a lot of people bring some fear into their riding from past traumatic experiences that you can't become entrained in a traumatic fearful way unless there's an inhale involved in the moment of whatever the the repetitive motion would be whether it's a cat jumping up off the rail a puddle something fall, snow falling off the roof. If you inhale when something traumatic happens, the body's going to take that as a traumatic experience. And we can talk about trauma on all different levels, but it's something that you're then going to bring back into the arena. And that entrainment from the repetition of you constantly being worried about that happening again is going to affect your riding. I have people that come in with, you know, hip replacement, shoulder replacements, um, breast cancer survivors. And I see it in the human body all the time where they've been entrained to protect or, or, or hold a certain part of their body in some type of they accommodate. Yeah. They yeah, make an yeah. accommodation, which is yeah. really hindering them over time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm coming in to be like, Hey, let's retrain the body, how you are to work in harmony with that part of your body instead of accommodate the stress or tension that's involved in and it. And by the way, our horses accommodate for our stress and tension and we don't even realize it constantly and we accommodate for them as well like yeah you know if there's something that we're not comfortable with all of a sudden we go to that place but they definitely accommodate for us they absolutely do and the more that we can build an awareness to these things that have been entrained through the repetition in us good and bad like you can honestly go too far good too like there's times you have to kind of push things get mm -hmm. things a little mixed up and as a true teacher 
you know, we don't want to just improve the mediocrity of it. We want to facilitate a change of consciousness and awareness to bring an overall oneness to the entire process that we're involved in. And I teach a lot of repetitive motions, like if you've ever lifted weights or done a yoga class, it's repeat, repeat, repeat. And it's really kind of beautiful, even in your warm up with your horses to, you know, repeat the same thing over and over again and be witness to what the mind does within the repetitive motions. Is it trying to run away to think about the groceries? Are you missing this, missing this opportunity to really coalesce with the energies that are available, even if you get bored? right? You can even say, this is boring. Some of these exercises that we do, some of my clients have been with me for eight years. We're doing a wide second position with your heel up 30 <laughs> reps at a time. Let's be honest, like it gets boring after a while, but all of a sudden, if you can sink into it and start to feel how the body is beginning to train into it, it gets rather fascinating and downright magical mm -hmm. when the body starts to really rise up. And, and jump into the repetition of all. And the repetition is absolutely essential for any form of improvement. It is. And I will, I'll give you one more example just to make sure that there's some clarity behind this. Um, I was teaching last weekend and doing a really fun, by the way, it's St. Patrick's Day today. So we, I had a really fun St. Patrick's Day obstacle course set up. And one of the things was everybody thinks a side pass over pole is going to be simple. <laughs> and yet I had a number of people who said to me, oh, oh, wait a second, this isn't working for me. Like my horse is blowing forward. My horse wants to back out. My horse is getting on, all jumbled up over the pole. Um, I'm losing the shoulder. The hind end's not with me. I, I mean, there was, by the way, side pass over pole can be really difficult. When you finally get it, you'll understand why, why, there was a reason, an intention for repeating mm. the exercise yes. over and over. And what I found myself saying and advising to people when they started to feel the step, the step over with the hind end and the front end, the hindquarters and the front um, end together, as those horses were stepping freely and willingly in the side pass, it was because there was a repetition. Right and a repeat of a cue and a signal and slowing down in that repetition. And then one thing I kept saying to everybody, when you go home, your homework is to repeat this side pass until it has clarity. Clarity. Until there's, freedom. there's willingness. Mm -hmm. Until there's a muscle memory to it. Mm -hmm. Then when you feel really good, and your horse is feeling really good and on a different day, because let's not just make them do the same thing over and over and over. Try going the other direction. Oh boy, right. But why, <laughs> why, why when we have um, this like really cool moment where we've been victorious again, we we're talking about victorious. Do we then say, okay, let's go the other way. Right. Now your horse is like, I'm oh, so confused. Two plus two is yeah. 20. <laughs> yeah, two plus two, definitely 20 or 102. Oh, I get that in the studio all the time. Like just try the left foot. And I always mm -hmm. preface it by saying, look, you're on the other side of the body. You have to start over. Yeah. That again. being said, we do mm -hmm. need to work both sides. And we that is super, do. super, super important is we absolutely have to work both sides. You have to lead your horse from both sides. You have to do your, your groundwork from both sides. You mm -hmm. have to do your riding from both sides. That's for a different that's podcast. podcast. That's a different podcast. And why that's important to do with the human body yeah too. but but again just really good examples for you to think about when you're doing work with your horse um slow it down 
and find the repetition, find the moment of clarity, find that victorious, even with the smallest try moment. And you must feel the same way with your clientele. Oh, absolutely. You know, what's really neat is to bring a brand new client in that has been doing the practice with me for seven or eight years. And or I mean, rather put the new client next to the client that has been with me mm -hmm. seven or eight years. And the new client is all, you know, bright eyed and holding her breath or his breath. And the, the veteran client is just kind of there and they can very easily put themselves into these positions. They can find the muscles quickly. They get a lot more out of the reps. Like we may do 30 reps and the, the veteran clients exhausted and shaken and new clients like I didn't really feel that. And it's because they haven't had the opportunity to really sink into the work. And I see a stark difference in the people and talent even in the people that have been doing it a lot longer. And to really not be scared of the repetition. And I think it takes a really talented person and writer to honor the discipline of the repetition. Mm -hmm. You know, within the discipline, there is a stark freedom that is always available, but we have to put the work in to be disciplined to continue to repeat. And I'm going to say, sometimes it's downright boring. Yes. There are moments where it's just boring and it's boring for your horse too. But your foundation is so important. You're slowing you down. Do it's it. so important. And the yes. repetition is so important to make, make all of that base solid so that then you can advance through your movements, through your techniques, through your, through your comfort. Yeah. Through yeah, your confidence. Comfort. And in your body, the only way you get softer, more supple, more flexible is by repeating, 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 and repeating the right things. Mm -hmm. We're very good at repeating the wrong things too, <laughs> as well. Right? Like that TikTok mm -hmm. icon on your phone, mm -hmm. right? Be obvious, you know, be, be aware of how obvious you're, you're choosing some of these things that aren't necessarily benefiting the whole picture. And that's where Kristen and I can come in and really support you in developing a program that can help you decide, you know, what should I be repeating? There's right. a lot of choices out there. What's so cool mm -hmm. is when you find the good things and they start to make you feel better. I mean, as a, as a person individually and then as a horseman with your horse, you want to repeat the good stuff. You're like, yes. that, that, wow. There, there was a moment. I hear people every once in a while and they're like, oh, I felt that one. Yes, good. that one felt yes, good. Yeah, so do that until it feels good consistently now with, you have building with, blocks yeah. you can take that with good feeling and add it to something yeah. else yeah. all right um i mean i could talk about this for a long time but i think that kind of gives it a really good foundation and i say we repeat another podcast and talk about some of these other things that we just touched upon i say we do too and i'm going to say that remember two plus two is four until it's solid until it feels good until it's victorious and then, on a little devilish side, I'm going to say, um, Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. So, uh, Katie and I will hopefully maybe just pour ourselves one little beverage tonight and repeatedly cheers our forces in our lives and the gift of repetition to benefit them. So, I love that. I, yeah. yeah to honor them is something we should absolutely yeah. be over. And honor all of these people who want to enrich themselves with our teaching because we're here for you. For sure. So, we're all going to inhale, exhale, and repeat. All right, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. My desire to teach in the way that I do to slow down the language between horse and handler or rider must have been born in me. 
I believe that we can hone our skills and fine tune the communication. But the passion that I feel when a client has a breakthrough moment, large or small, is just inexplainable. It's magical. There's a quality of experience when you find yourself immersed in these clinics or workshops with us. Horse or human alike, there's a blending of egoic and heart energy. It's captivating an invisible invitation deep down in your own heart. There's been an alchemy of two visions between Kristen and I that very much have wanted to be one from the beginning of this partnership. There's a beauty in this story and in your story with your horse of perseverance, courage, self-discovery, and we all deserve someone to innocently remind us of our greatness that demands us to dance with all that's around us in this world and with your horse.